thanks for listening to the Her Podcast. We are back on with this topic called rearranging and um, happy Wednesday. So today we are going to be um, just talking a little bit about mindset and rearranging and getting rid of old junk in our life. So I am so excited and honored to introduce you to today's guest speaker, Faith Ramsey from California. She is mutual friend. On. So hi, Faith. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'm super I'm so excited. excited. Me too, girl. Tell me about, tell me just about you. Like, I kind of know a little bit, but tell me, tell me a little bit about you, where you're born and raised. You just got engaged. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, so my name's Faith. I'm 27. Um, I was born and raised in Northern California. Um, specifically Roseville, which is like a little suburb out of Sacramento. Um, And then I moved down to Southern California when I was 22 or no, 21. So it's been like six years. And I mean, I came down here because I just, I needed something new. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to get out of my hometown and just kind of like start over and I wanted to uh, start my education here, graduate here, and start a career here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny because now that's exactly what I've done. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah. And then I I just got engaged, like you said, a couple months ago. Um, we're planning our wedding for January. So life's good. It's it's crazy. <laughs> that's so awesome. And you're in such a good season too, because you're planning a wedding and everything's just so exciting. So give me, give me a little downplay. Like how did he, how did he propose? I kind of saw pictures on your Instagram, Yeah. but what, what was, did you know it was coming? I mean, so we had talked about it. Um, we, we both knew that we wanted to get engaged soon. Um, and so I knew it was going to happen sometime this summer, but I had no idea when, Mm -hmm. and I was completely shocked when he did it because he actually took me up to Northern California. Um, and I thought that we were going up there so that he could meet with my brothers, um, and my mom to ask for permission to marry me. Um, and I thought we were going to like have dinner, you know, and just have like a low key weekend. And little did I know he had actually gone before me the weekend before and done all of that. Smart man. (laughs) I know. Yeah. And then so when we went up there, um, my best friend and her husband picked us up from the airport and they were like, you know what, let's go to Tahoe for the day and get some lunch, take some content photos for your guys' business. Yeah. And that's it. And I didn't think anything of it. Um, Cause that's just what we do normally. We just do stuff like that. So we were in Tahoe. We hiked down to this gorgeous waterfall and um, I thought we were taking a picture. And next thing I know, he's down on one knee. <laughs> wow. I know so that's the I picture I saw. You were shocked. So what was going through your body in that moment? Did, cause like every girl's so different. Like, did you yeah. freeze? Did you cry? Did you like, I, I 100% froze. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just stared at him and I, <laughs> I stared at the ring and it, it did not process um, probably fully for like 30 seconds. And then he was like, uh, can you say something? And so I was like, yes. And I kissed him. <laughs> and But it did not hit me until an hour later. And then I finally cried. 
Oh, wow. Um, I feel I like just, that's something I would do because I, yeah. you're just like, uh, and poor guy. <laughs> he was like, yes, no, yes, no. I know. <laughs> I know. But it was seriously like a dream. It was everything Aww. I could have ever imagined. It's my, my dream ring. And, um, you know, and then when we got back, when we left Tahoe, we went back down to Auburn and where my best friend lives. And we show up to her house and all my friends and family are there. And they had this big surprise party for me. And, you know, I was all gross from the, um, from the hike and stuff. So I get pulled into my friend's bedroom and they had like four dresses laid out on the bed for me, makeup, shoes, like to get me ready for the party. And it was just seriously the, the most special day of my entire life. Oh, that's so awesome. Good. Yeah. You deserve it. Wow. Thank what you. great friends you have in your circle too. Yes. That's so exciting. So you have a new season coming. So this is perfect for this topic. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I guess my first question for you going into this topic called rearranging, my mindset behind this topic was like, okay, everybody goes through seasons and in order for new things to come, we have to move old things away. So I heard you mention at the beginning of the podcast, how you moved down to California because you wanted something new. Yeah. So going back to that season before you got here in California or, or down South in Southern Cal. Yeah. Um, what was going on in that season? So in order, you know, clearly you moved up here for new beginnings, but if you could go back to that faith in that, in that season, yeah. What is some things that you walk through when it comes to like rearranging, like trying to get rid of the old? Totally. So, I mean, I was 21, so I was kind of still like transitioning out of, you know, my high school mindsets, my high school friend groups um, and things like that. And I was I was really just kind of stepping into something new and it was so hard for me because, you know, you get on social media because back then it was like, that's when Instagram was really popping off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like, you would get on Facebook and Instagram and like see your friends all from like middle school and high school still hanging out. And you just can't help but feel like the outcast. Like, why? Why is that not me? But you're just getting pulled in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there was, there was a lot going on within my family at the time. And I just, I had been so comfortable for so long that, you know, I had a, I was comfortable in my job. I was working at a medical facility, making pretty good money for a 21 year old. You know, I was, um, at the time living at home to save money. I'd moved back home and, um, I just started taking some classes at a college up there and, Everything was comfortable, but I knew God was calling me down to Southern California. I didn't know why, um, but I knew it was, I was being called to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally quit my job. Well, I saved up money for like four months worth of bills and rent and all that. Quit my job that I loved, quit school, packed up everything and just moved down here with a completely fresh start and Mm -hmm. I hardly knew anybody. I knew like three people moving down here. I left all my friends, all my family. And I, I enrolled myself in a school down here and I was just on the hunt for jobs. And I, you know, it felt very isolating at first. Um, but it was, I can 100% say it was the best decision I ever made, but like 
it didn't feel like it always, you know, Mm -hmm. there was times where I felt like, did I make the right choice? This is painful. This is uncomfortable. But had I never come down here, I would have never met my fiance. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have met, you know, my incredible group of friends that I have now that have truly changed my life. Mm -hmm. And just, I wouldn't be as strong and independent as I am today if I didn't do that. Yeah. Wow. That's so awesome too. My story is kind of the same too. I mean, I moved out here in California like six, seven years ago, $200 to my name. I used to be married in a very unhealthy relationship and just knew that this is where I was supposed to go and came down here and, um, you know, the relationship ended and things got put into place and God bless me. But I think it's that, it's that step. It's that transition of like, Oof, you know you're you're supposed to do it, so you do it, but yeah. it's like scary as hell. Oh so yeah. that so with rearranging, you know, obviously you knew you were supposed to come down here and God bless you tremendously with being obedient down here. Yeah. Um, was there ever a season of once you got here, like because once you start something new, it doesn't mean it's gonna be rainbows and butterflies. Like it's, it is hard. <laughs> like I remember moving to California and And I'm from a small country town, Louisiana. So, like, for a girl like me to go from, like, one small town, one Walmart, no Target, no Starbucks, to a huge city like this, people are like, Holly, what are you doing? Like, you're not going to make it. Like, it's too expensive. And, like, so once you step into a new season, it looks great, but, girl, it's hard. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's so funny you said that because I always say that. Um, you know, I knew I was supposed to do this, but it was like the moment I stepped foot in Southern California, it was like I entered into a war zone. Mm-hmm. Like my life just completely got flipped upside down. I mean, almost a year to the to the month that I moved, it was maybe about a year and a few months. Uh, my dad tragically passed away unexpectedly, you know, and and I found myself in a very strange position of, you know, do I go back? Do I stay? Um, and then, so I'm like, you know, 600 miles away from my mom and my family and my friends and I lose my dad. And, and in the midst of that, I was also in a very, very toxic relationship, Mm -hmm. um, that was detrimental to my health. And, you know, it, it was like this constant battle because, now I'm like trying to lean into this person who's really no good for me, but I have no one else to turn to in my grief. Mm -hmm. And it it turned into this like really heavy, um, heavy duty situation where I just felt so depleted. Like I felt like I was just mourning so many things. Mm -hmm. And, and then shortly after, you know, my, my dad's passing this, um, person I was in a relationship with they just completely abandoned me um and blamed me and blamed my dad's death at some point for Mm -hmm. it and you know and and so then it was like and then he just he left me for someone else so now I'm in this transition of okay um I'm not only mourning my father I'm now mourning like the love of my life Mm -hmm. and I felt like I I lost two people at once Mm -hmm. um and it was so hard I mean I I almost dropped out of school. I, you know, I wanted to just pack up and leave and call it quits. And I remember um, just laying on the bathroom floor, like sobbing and just calling my best friend, like, 
Like, why doesn't any, like, why doesn't he want me? Why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. I can't take this anymore. Like questioning and, your worth. Yeah. Yeah. Like totally questioning my worth. I had completely surrendered my identity to this person. And so I was, I was robbed of my identity because mm-hmm. I, I placed it in his hands. And so now I was at my lowest point, like just crying out to God, like, I know I, I know I did this to myself, but I need you to help me out, you know? Yeah. And, and he did, you know, I, he truthfully now looking back, it's, I just was so excited when you said that the theme was rearranging because I mean, talk about, I had to rearrange my entire life. Life, Yeah. And it wasn't only like emotionally with your father, but also like mentally, yeah. With the relationship. And then also, and I've noticed for me too, when you go through this season of like rearranging, it does something to your spirit. Like, yeah, you, <laughs> it, it, and it tests your faith like no other level. Cause when you're in the chaos, it is so uncomfortable. And then, and then you get this mindset like, God, you told me to move. So here I am. Yeah. I did it. And then it's like on this whole other level, things start falling apart. But like, that's that's when you're supposed to have faith in the uncertainty and so props to you girl that's amazing I think going if you went back into that season if if you could stand and look at faith now knowing who you are now and what you've walked through and um if you could go back to faith what are three things you would tell her to encourage her as the girls listen to this podcast um Try not to get emotional. Three, <laughs> three of your um, best. So I would, the first thing I would say is it's not, it's not your fault. And, mm-hmm. you know, like there's nothing more you could have done to save mm-hmm. this relationship, to, to make this better. You can't be better. It, it's not you. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I would, I would tell her, I would, I would tell Faith, you didn't do anything wrong. You're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get up off this bathroom floor and you're, you're going to take a shower. You're going to dust yourself off and it's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of time actually to really heal and find yourself again, but don't go back. Mm-hmm. Do not go back because, you know, unfortunately I did. I, I went back a couple of times and, and all it did was torment me more and mm-hmm. cause, cause more trauma so the, the first thing I would say is it's not your fault and don't look back. Um, the second thing I would say is y- you didn't waste time. You are serving a purpose. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, you know, like I felt like I wasted what, like two, three years of my life on something that I had nothing to show for now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't just lose him. I lost an entire friend group that went along with that. that mm-hmm. Those, those had become my friends and I, I lost them. Um, but again, it's like, it was rearranging itself. You know, God was totally cleaning house. And I don't know, you know, when you're rearranging your house and it's been set in one place for a long time, there's a lot of dirt and dust that comes up and mm-hmm. it, it's, it's uncomfortable and it's ugly and it, you know, it doesn't look pretty and it takes you time to clean it up. Like you got to do a deep cleaning before you can rearrange your house to make mm-hmm. it look good again and actually be good again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just the second thing I would say is, you know, you're not wasting time, give yourself time to mm-hmm. heal and clean and, and find your identity again. Um, and then the third thing, like it is so worth it 
I, I would tell myself it is so worth everything you're feeling right now for what God has for you. Yeah. Woo. Like, I mean, in the moment, like when you're in the heartbreak and the questioning and the grief, like you can't see past that. It's like you have goggles on and, and you can only see what you know. You can only like feel what's familiar. Mm -hmm. And at that time, like this toxic, unhealthy thing was so familiar and it's all I wanted. And I was never going to love again. I was never going to heal again. And that was a lie. Um, And now, I mean, I can, I'm a true testament of like beauty from ashes. Like I never thought I would make it out of this situation. And now I'm engaged to the most incredible God fearing, loving man I've ever known. Um, you know, and it's, it's worth it there. It's worth waiting for. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at the time when we, when we broke up for the, the final time, I think that was about three years ago now, you know, so I was 24 going on 25 and I, I felt like my life was over. I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, it's going to take me so long and to start over again but it's okay. Like I said, you're not on a time schedule. Like yeah. it takes time to heal. And, you know, now I'm 27. I'll be 28 when we say I do. And it was worth it. Yeah. I, would go, I would go through another two years, another five years of waiting for Caleb if, if it meant that I ended up with him because it's what God had for me. And, you know, when you wait for the right one to um, – when you take the time to rearrange your life, rearrange your heart, rearrange your priorities, and God brings in that right person, they know how to love you through your mess too. Mm-hmm. Because when you went, when you go to a relationship after a really broken one, like that next person's got to know how to love you. Well. Right, right. And you know, when it's the right person, they will. Caleb is so patient and kind and just loves me through my mess. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important because God orchestrated it and that's why it works. Yeah. That's so awesome. What a testimony. What a story. I mean, just listening to your heart and what you've walked through, like, I just want you to know, Faith, he's not done with you yet. And like, even though you're engaged and everything is amazing now, like, I see so much 10 steps ahead. So just keep walking in faith and keep trusting him. And your story is going to impact so many girls who listen um, to this podcast. Um, That's amazing. I think my last question for you, um, if you uh, moving forward, what is one thing that you tell yourself, um, you know, to prepare yourself, whether it's a verse, a song, a quote, Um, anything what is something that you've reminded of yourself just to keep going like just to prepare yourself for the next season yeah that's good um actually there's a song called seasons (laughs) perfect (laughs) yeah (laughs) by Hillsong and it's kind of like my go-to it's it talks about how you know he takes us from seed to sequoia Mm -hmm. and how um you know in everything there is a season and And with every season comes trials and tribulations and heartache and growing pains and all these things. Mm -hmm. But there's like, there's just so much truth within those lyrics that just takes me back to, you know, the, the knowing that at the end of the day, I'm still in his hands Mm -hmm. and, and, and my life is nothing but a vessel for him. And, and so as long as I, I remain centered in that, 
he will take me from season to season. And, you know, it's um, every heart, every waiting period is worth the harvest. And, you know, it, it doesn't feel like it when you're in it, but when you see it, you, you got to just like hold on to it. And then you use that as your reminder for the next season of waiting, you know, Mm -hmm. and you just can look back on what God's already done. And just, you know, the, I mean, the simple scriptures of, for, I know the plans I have for Mm -hmm. you. Like I just constantly go back to that because I worry and I'm riddled with anxiety all the time. And, you know, it's just, it's hard. And so I just, I, I really just dig deep in the, for I know the plans I have for you. Like, yeah, calm your mind. I know the plans I have, you know? Yeah, that's so good. I saw a quote the other day on Instagram. I think someone posted it and it was like, um, God is not in a hurry. You are. And, yeah. and then, um, and then I saw another one the other day and it's like, God did not design anxiousness or depression or loneliness. And I was actually reading the word yesterday morning, um, in the back of the Bible, you can go to the index and look up keywords. And so I would say like the past two weeks, I was going through a lot of like anxiety, not hardcore, but like just so much on my plate going through things. And I'm like, you know what, Holly, like you can read these scriptures, but it's time to write them down. So like I went through and just wrote down all these scriptures and I, it, and like, I know the word and you know it and you hear it and you believe it, but there's power when you write things down too. Um, but yeah, it's like, we're, God is not in a hurry. We are. And so you have to just take it day by day. And even on the hard days, God's got it. Like he turns yeah. everything around for good. And he and yeah. he says that in bold. So just whatever you're going through, ladies, as you're listening to this podcast, whether it is a loss in the family, um, toxic relationship, like what faith walk through, um, or you're coming out of a hard horse season, going into something new, whether it's a new job, new career, a new city to live in, just know that, um, it's going to be hard, but like the abundance of the blessing is so much more when you're obedient. Um, and he's got you. I mean, like I can testify that I moved out here with no money, no nothing, no job, no friends. And here I am seven years later, have the most amazing godly women in my circle, a huge career job that I can support myself on, a podcast. Like, there's just so much. And it's like, if we could go back in that moment, would we do it again? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Obedience is always worth the sacrifice. Yes. Every time. Amen to that. Well, thank you so much just for sharing your heart, Faith, on the podcast today. Um, and girls, make sure you follow Faith Ramsey on Instagram. We'll tag her in all of the Instagram stories. Make sure you follow her stuff. Her page is absolutely beautiful. It matches perfect. (laughs) I go on your Instagram all the time. I'm like, this girl literally has every picture. Like, it, it matches to the T and I'm just like, <laughs> it's a, it's a preset girl. <laughs> no, I figured, I, but like going on, okay. I'm trying to like match mine. I'm like, man, it is so hard to match it with the, I'm like this girl here, her pictures are like a puzzle. And I'm just Thank like, you. props to you. Such a natural <laughs> influencer too, with all the stuff that you do with hair and beauty and just girls. So Thank you. I'm believing the very best for you. And thank you so much just for sharing your heart. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. No problem. Well, thanks, girls, listen for listening to the, her podcast again. Um, make sure you stay tuned with um, Faith Ramsey. Follow her on Instagram. Um, send her some love. And then also stay tuned for next week.